Public Art Project by Westside School. Bienvenidos a Pep Talk, un proyecto creado por los estudiantes de Westside School. Para un mensaje feliz, presiona 5. Please listen to the following options for encouraging messages. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press 1. If you need a word of encouragement and life advice, press 2. If you need a pep talk from kindergartners, press 3. If you need to hear kids laughing with delight, press 4. To hear how awesome you look, press 6. Be grateful for yourself. Dude, live it up. Be you. I trust that you can make things right. Be happy. Try it again. Believe in yourself. If you're feeling up high, up high and unbalanced, think of groundhogs. It's okay to be different. Always stay together. Don't give up power through. We already like you. Never back down, never give up. The world is a better place with you in it. Everyone is capable of doing anything. You just have to let yourself shine. Bro, you're looking great. Be responsible. Be nice. Choose weird. You are Choose okay. weird. Love Choose that. weird. So there we have um, some positive reinforcement for our guy, Josh McDaniels, yeah. the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders this morning. Dude, live it up. That's live it my up. favorite one. You're our favorite. Yeah. We, we like uh, you already. We like you already. So I've, I saw this kind of circulating on uh, social media the last couple days, and it's a project. It's called Pep Talk. I'm reading it directly off of their GoFundMe that I have just tweeted on my account at Lindsey Brown 35 numerical value of 35, and it's spelled with an E-Y. But Pep Talk <laughs> is a project uh, by artist Jessica Martin and uh, Ashera Weiss and the wonderful students of Westside Elementary in Healdsburg, California. This project includes a hotline featuring pre-recorded life advice and words of encouragement by students aged 5 to 12. Within days of going live, the hotline has gone viral and is getting over 800 calls an hour. And as I'm looking, they have a $40,000 goal. They're at $39,289. So close. I'm like, press box nation, press box faithful. Like, what do you call your people? The followers? Listeners. The listeners. listeners the the listeners. listeners. Like, we could push Sometimes this. Sometimes they're not very good at it, but that's what we call them. $30. Like, we could, we could probably figure this out. So, like I said, I just tweeted out the link to their GoFundMe on my uh, Twitter account and call the number because they have a multitude of options to get your day Very nice. Right I, mean, I love you it. Get your day off in a positive manner. And it's really the only time that we could do this because Tyler's not here and he would hate anything from the children. Yes, he would not. He so would not, I, uh, I figured would not we needed like to, to do the community a service uh, in his absence. We're going to do some grades. Grainy's grades. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Raise, raise. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Grainy's grades. All right, here we go. Greenies grades. All three are going to give you grades. Boy, we got to, and we're going to start off with the guy that just got all the positive reinforcement from the little kids there, all the little children. Josh McDaniels. I, I, I've got to give an F. Really? F. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think he's overthinking the room, Lindsay. I think he's overthinking the room. And uh, I, yeah, I look. 
coaching's really, really important at that level, and yep. they are losing leads 20 to nothing, 17-0, 17-0. At some point, it's got to be looking in the mirror. Now, I will say this. Josh McDaniels takes blame. He says it's on him. He says he needs to coach better, uh, so he's not going in throwing his guys under the bus at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I mean, I, I feel horrible doing it, given what the kids just said, and you're trying to get positive reinforcement. Right. We like you. Don't worry. Don't give up. But uh, I got to stay there. He, like, takes the blame, but does he, like, feel the blame? Like, cause well, there, that's, there's isn't something... that hard to decipher because we're not inside and it we don't is. really know? Well, it, it, exactly. Because, like, you can look in the mirror, but then I just feel like sometimes there's too much moving on. And maybe that's just the, the name of the game that you have to kind of rinse, repeat, and then move on to your next week because there's only so much time. But, uh, I mean... They had a pretty good first half, and so I wouldn't say it's a complete failure. I'll do like a D minus just because I'm feeling D inspired. Minus. Oh, good. You do have those specificities. Oh no, we have. Oh, you're. Do I got double plus in there? Well, hold on. Well, plus, plus, plus. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> yes, you got the double plus. I'm giving him check minus. Check minus. <laughs> Because he technically completed half of the assignment hey. in, in the first half, he did not come like he didn't do well in the second half. But technically, he showed up prepared and turned something in. Yeah. Okay. The visor looked great. Visor guy. The visor was uh, at, at attention. Do you like visors? No, I mean certain characters of mine like. Give visors. me a grade for a visor. Just a visor. A, just a, just like wearing a, a visor. Ooh. Just wearing a visor, not him. Just oh, guy Fieri. Well, that's fine. That's fine. You got to show off the hair, but like, if that's like a ten, and the skit, and then the zero, Sean Payton, I think uh, Josh McDaniels is that like a four, which would be a C. Yeah, C, C minus. Minus. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. All right. Next topic: Devontae Adams calling out <laughs> his coach. Matters. This is a oh, man. B minus incomplete. B minus incomplete. <laughs> I don't mind it. Like we were talking with Adam, yeah. I don't mind it. I don't want to say I mind it, but I'll tell you what: when you're putting yourself out there, two and six, with these kind of conversations, what was what was McDaniel's trouble in Denver? He lost the locker room. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's happened here yet, but you've got Carr saying, "Hey, we're going to go inside and talk with this man to man, face to face." I don't want to say anything out here. I don't want to say anything man out here. Devonte says things out here. Yeah. Uh, Foster Moreau kind of went off yesterday. Moro, my, yeah. my bad, Foster Moreau. Um, so I don't mind him saying these things because I do think that you know if you're frustrated and you you want to get it out there that you think you know coaches need to adjust to, that's fine. I don't know why am I kind of teetering here that it should be some of this stuff should be in house. Well, the media, it's like Adam yeah. said, the media likes it. Yeah. We want them to talk about it. And but... he says that a lot. They, they say that a lot, too. Yeah. I'm going to go incomplete. Incomplete. Perfect. <laughs> you love incomplete. <laughs> I do love incomplete. Because I'm with you. I, I, I'm teetering on a lot of it because, I, as I was just saying, I, I don't feel like there's enough, like, I'm pissed off at myself from Josh McDaniels. But then it's all about time, place, and source. And right. so it, it's... It's concerning to me that we've had several uh, brushes with Devontae where it's been like a really negative headspace, and especially since he hasn't been in uh, a point of adversity like this. But honestly, it's probably the most truthful barometer we have right now. No, it's no no question through eight games. Yeah. Jared? B. Just as I'm, I think Adam Hill pointed out perfectly, you had nine targets in the first half. You had nine targets in the second half. They didn't go away from what was working as much as it looked like they did. But at the same time, it's 
I'd like somebody to get frustrated. Right. Like, you can't just keep losing and not have, like, any emotion. Right. And he seems to be the only one who is actually like, look, I'm not happy. Do I look happy? I'm tired of answering questions about losing. I've never done this before. Yep. So it's at least he's saying that instead of, you know, these are on me. I got to coach better. You know, it's unacceptable. We should have been, we should have prepared better in the same. It's like, dude, at least go on the, like, they are who we thought they were right. rant. Right. Raiders two-minute drill. I mean, as Adam Hill said, they couldn't even get first downs out of it, and usually the other guys are in prevent. So I have to say, F even minus. the four minute, I tweeted it was like big moment F for Derek Carr. Minus, minus, <laughs> F minus, <laughs> fail. Yes, fail. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Am I just pressing buttons yes! down? This is the best of radio. Failure. <laughs> I have never even heard that one. They can't even get a, a first new one? down. No, it's whatever because we. I got tired of Tyler would give whenever we used to do this for whether it be the any of the teams. Tyler would only give A's and F's, so I had to like find ways to switch up <laughs> the different types of F. Uh, Failure. Yeah, I'll give it that one too. They can't. They can't even get a first down. Right. They. They. There was no pressure. Like I said, I tweeted yesterday, like, big moment for Derek Carr here. Like, you, this is where you could not turn a season around, but at least turn some some thoughts around on this team and, and the direction that they're heading. And then I blinked, and they were already off the field. Like, nothing. So, F. F. <laughs> F. I was trying to look up uh, whether or not Derek Carr still, like, was in the top five of fourth quarter comebacks, which I've always... He had... 30-plus, the the graphic went up when they got the ball with two minutes left. The graphic yeah. went up that he had, like, 34. That's, you know that that's not, like, people think of that as, like, oh, man, he's always, he's always, he always wills them to victory. It's Finds like, no, that means the team is always about to lose. Correct. Right. Like, right. that is not right. a, that is not a stat you want to be good at. You want to be good at the stat of, 20 plus like point wins. Right. Like you're you win all your games by 20 plus because you throw a b- no. bunch of They t- know how to chase. They don't know how to deal with being chased. Facts. Next topic, the Jaguars pool. D. What? D. As in darn right. They've got <laughs> They They have a pool. It looked like they had a pool and behind one of the end zones. Yeah, you know how like the aviators have the pool. Yeah, yeah. kids bopping up and down. Probably the same kids that gave that was on our uh, show about Perhaps. ten minutes ago, giving Josh McDaniels uh, some credit. A uh, couple Pat adults in there. In I don't know about the adults though. It's come on, let the kids have. You the get pool. the board shorts and the honeys in yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Let, let the, get your white the, claws out. Yeah, let, let, let the kids have the pool, not the kids. But I love this kind of stuff. And it's first of all, it was apparently in typical Florida insufferable. Like yeah. 78, 85 degrees humidity, completely insufferable. I don't know why you have that kind of weather or live in it. Um, but the pool, I thought, was Jared, uh, for dang right, I'm going A. A. Um, Did you see the pool? I No, but I, I understand the concept. And it, it's just. Do you like pools? No, I don't. I really oh, don't. Really? Oh. I really don't. I, I'd much rather swim in a lake. Like, I, I like oh, the bacteria. Okay. That makes sense. I don't like okay. chlorine. Chlorine right. bugs okay. me. Um, I just, I can't get past the point where, you know, family of four, they have two kids. 
that they're going to have like all their game day stuff, their clear bags or all that stuff. Be like, you know what? Let's add the pool routine into this. Like, let's put the kids in the pool at the football game. Like, I just can't just having gone to swimming lessons and being part of that process and like getting them out of there, getting them into the car, like pool days are not easy. And so it's just, it's kind of funny to me. They're like, yeah, let's add all this chaos for these parents that are bringing their kids in and let's have them bring them to a pool, an NFL game. I don't know if it was the parents, but I, I, the adults I I pass on with these things. uh, Another thing. It's just like, do you, do you show up in a cover up? Do you show up in, in with a Jersey on and then, but do you bring a change of clothes? Like you can only bring so much into these stadiums. And so you're like, you're committed to that bit. What if something goes awry? Are you double uh, tying your your bikini straps? Like, there's a lot of things to take into consideration in these pools. So this, I'm kind of like, this is why we need a woman in the studio because <laughs> I would have never thought of this, facts. but she's a hundred percent right. <laughs> there's just a lot going on there, and so I would just give it a huh. So like a D, a D, yeah. D. I mean, Jared, you like pools? I, I well, I love. I love the water, so yes, I guess I love pools. I hate the ocean, oddly enough. I love the water. <laughs> uh, I like lakes. I like lakes, and I like being on boats, and I like fishing yeah. and stuff like that. But um, I like this because it is the Florida level of decadent of, like, we're going to put a pool in the stadium. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, okay. No, make this experience it's, classy. It's, <laughs> it's like when Miami, when the Marlins put an aquarium in their, uh, in their backstop. Right, and right. it was like. Okay, so there's just gonna be some terrified fish. It's a it's a fancy front yard flamingo, right? right. That's like what this, it is. This Look at what we got over here. This definitely feels like a. All right, cool. You put an above ground pool at your stadium. You guys are living the highlight. So uh, I'm gonna give it a pass. Oh, yeah. pass. oh I like that pass. pass. He likes Hard the pass. pass. All right, I'm sorry we didn't get to Trevor Lawrence's here, but we have to get, take a break because when we come back. It's not Bischoff's briefs. It's random tangent with Linz. Mahomes stepping up. He's going to scramble 15. He's at the 10. Cuts back inside the 5. Mahomes rolls into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. A 14-yard scramble for a touchdown. Mahomes holding it. Now he's going to sprint for the far side at the pylon. Did he get in? And they give it to him for a two-point scramble at the far front pylon. It's the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Featuring Lindsey Brown. Oh, I love that song. What do you think? Oh, just an absolute classic. Belongs you, you, you in the, the, the spaceship uh, that goes up into in space. Air? Yeah, you get the arm in the air. I tell you, Bangers, that album, Transcendental. Miley Cyrus' album. Are you familiar with the Bangers soundtrack? I love that song. You love, you love, <laughs> okay, so we've established that you love Wrecking Ball, yes. but like... Okay, not this is supposed to be random tangents with, with this Linz. Is random, this, is, this, this is, is random tangents with Linz. Completely organic. That's how it rolls, and we're this is what we're going to talk about because I'm going to search it on my uh, on my little app here, deluxe version for Miley Cyrus. We got Ooh, deluxe version. Wrecking Ball. We got we can't stop. We now uh, we can't stop. Your thought, you know that song? I know that song. That, it's an absolute shredder. Yeah, do my thing has uh, some really good uh, production value. I'm gonna do my th- wah, wah, wah. that one. No. Okay. It's, I mean, what you're going to need to learn about Ed Graney is that if it's not Drake, he no, vaguely knows it. I struggle. So you're a huge Drake fan? No, he just no. thinks everything is Drake. I just oh, think everything is Drake. I was going to say, how do you feel about him calling out Alexis Ohani and Serena Williams' husband and calling him a, a groupie in his latest album? 
Uh, before you said Serena Williams' husband, I would not know who that person is. He 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 invented Reddit. So well, then, he got his own. Yeah. It was kind of like a Brady Why did she marry for money? I, she's not. No, she married she, for she, love. He he married for money. That's correct. He's Reddit, on the Tom Brady plan. He's marrying for money. Reddit was, if I recall correctly, never profitable until they, he sold it. Correct. It's basically how Elon got successful as well, though, if you think about it. Napster, right? He had Napster first. Mm, I thought he had PayPal. PayPal, PayPal Napster is involved with all of these things. Yeah, but I mean, it also helps when your dad owns a emerald mine there's that there's i asked my dad for a loan for a million dollars he said sure they're yeah, a, a I mean, tale as old as yes. time with the most powerful i hear uh, um all right tangent me uh, well we've already started yeah i, I mean, don't think that, that's, no, that's, i don't think ed i don't think you like, you're looking you, for a start line if you're looking for like the next question type transitions i think this is just more this of a like of a, a mystical journey like we're like aaron we're yeah. aaron Rodgers, and her mind is the ayahuasca <laughs> what sea animal would you most like to be Sea animal? Sea animal. Oh, can be fish, easy. can be a mammal, can be anything. Which one would you think you would most like to be? I'd like to be the whale that George Costanza saved on Seinfeld because I had the uh, golf ball stuck in my blowhole. He had, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of whale was it? Was it a beluga? Was it an orca? Are we talking humpback? Pretty uh, sure it was fake and from a television. <laughs> we didn't specify what type of the whale I'm going to go was. orca. Hold on. Orca? I have no idea what it was. I, what did it look like? We on it? Well, let me. Let well, me. no, it didn't. It just showed Costanza going into the ocean. It never showed. It oh, never showed the way. We didn't get the, uh, we didn't get the, the live feed from the from the hobby. I mean, if I'm honest, it's a great white. It's a great white. See, I, lo- I love great white sharks, too. I really want to go cage diving in South Africa because that, that's where they that's the only place where they breach. OK, that's that's one of the bucket list items. Is I'm really excited about it. Weird to go with seahorse just because, I mean, as a male, I'll never actually be able to experience pregnancy. So yeah. it's like that would be like I'm, a lot I'm missing of androgyny a- there. Well, I'm missing out on like a 50 percent of like life experience that someone else, some other people get. Right. And I'm just like, well, I'm curious. <laughs> and you're small enough to not be bothered by a whole lot too, so there's not a lot expected of you. It's like a great life. Some of them are, can are like can change colors. Yeah, that'd be fun. I like as that. well as genders. Like what about you, Danny? Danny, degenerate. Uh, I would. <laughs> I would probably go octopus because they can also blend in with their environment and get away from enemies. And And they can have two-point conversions. Super intelligent animals. Like, apparently they have just as much as intelligence as we do. Orcas have a very high level of emotional intelligence. That's why it's so messed up about, like, SeaWorld and stuff like that. Have Have you seen that documentary, Blackfish? Yes. Terrible stuff. Well, I mean, the documentary is good, but I have a story. Yeah, but, the, documentary. Right, the documentary is great. Super sad. I know someone who was dating Tilicum. one of the trainers who the whale fell on. Are you kidding? Didn't that they di- fell on, not the one where where he bit somebody. No, no, didn't die. Broke the back. Oh my god. Broke his back. Um, and uh, yeah, did uh, did serious damage. This is why I feel so conflicted about zoos and stuff because, like, I get there's some animals can't survive in the wild, and so it's kind of like a rehabilitation slash a place for them to live. But also at the same time, you're like, let's go, you know, knock on their little windows of their enclosures. He's like, ooh, animals. Like, I feel like Darla from Finding Nemo. I will say with the zoos in America, and America is the is the only example Correct. of this that I can speak on. 
98% of the animals that are in zoos are basically bred, have been bred in zoos. They haven't, they no longer bring in anything. And I want to say most of the major zoos, more of their money goes to conservation outside than right. the actual operations cost. I just feel like it's so lonely. Like you're one of how many of your species that is just like not part of your species because you're in this box. You're That's in the why box. they give cheetahs um, golden retrievers. Facts. Because cheetahs apparently get really lonely. And cheetahs, we don't have a huge, robust Nobody supply. Nobody can run at their speed either. In, like, for zoos to share right. and, like, send yeah. so that the biodiversity stays good. I and think. so they have to give them, like, gold retrievers as, like, and this is your buddy. <laughs> right. This is your best friend. Well, can you imagine being like, yeah, you, you, one random cheetah, are basically a huge part of making sure that the species continues to exist. Please mate with this random per, random other that we have brought in from another enclosure, and you guys have no idea how to, like, you know, conversate and stuff. I bet it's a weird bit. Didn't they find out that the reason pandas, like, didn't ever like breed was because they were like, I don't know this person. <laughs> and they, they yeah. basically, F minus. And so they, the, what they, well, what they found out right? was in order to get them to breed, all they had to do was put them in each other's enclosures and just like let them sniff around a bit before right? introducing them so that they're like, oh, okay, I know you. Right. I've seen you around. I don't know. I changed with my answer of like what sea creature because I feel like I, I want to be something that I wouldn't be bothered by a whole lot. But then if you're not bothered by a whole lot, then you probably aren't really set up for attacks. Like a sea turtle, you go through a lot of stuff and you see a lot of stuff. You guys ever see those videos like in the documentary films on Disney where it's like the little turtles go- coming out from their nest and then they have to like get to the ocean and these birds are just flying down picking them off. I'm like, there's yeah. never been a time where I'm like, give me a blowtorch. I'm just going to spray these seagulls because they need to live. The isn't, baby that turtles. The truck, isn't that the truck commercial? The there's guy a, there's goes definitely up, a commercial. He goes up it. and down picking up all the um, yeah. all the debris and all the trash on yeah. the uh, beach, and then the turtles come mm-hmm. out and then they come back in. And it's like he sits there smiling. I want to help them, but then I'm right. disrupting nature because it's you know. That's, yeah, then that's suddenly the way it is. we're gonna have some shortage of whatever the turtles eat I because we got like too many turtles. Dying. Even when I see the orcas and the great whites going after the seals and stuff, I'm like, well, I hope the seal wins. And they're just like torpedoing, <laughs> like, please don't touch me. I, like they're in life or death. So you said you want to be a shark. Do you like? Uh, or and go shark diving. Yeah. Do you like Shark Week? I love Shark Week. Right, it's gotten awesome. a little bit convoluted as of late. What are you it, talking they about? They just play the same stuff every year, and they're like, we got Steve-O. That's just going to jump. Like, the best <laughs> thing <laughs> that Steve, it was the best uh, jackass um, skit. skit that they did when Steve-O put the fish hook through his cheek and then cast himself off the back of the boat because they were fishing for sharks. And he's just like, oh, he's just like floating. And a shark actually like comes around and almost bites him in the foot. And he kicks it at the last second, like just accidentally being, you know, swimming around in the ocean. But it's just they they replay the same programs. And then it's like, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of a I'm I get too caught up in like the great whites and the tigers. And like, we got to give some love to the lemon sharks, like the nurse sharks have to get some attention, too. But I'm just like, next channel. Hammerhead got a big documentary this year. Did it? Those lateral lines, the they they tell everything in the water by electrical currents and stuff like that. And if you flip them upside down, that's why they go comatose because their lateral line is upside down. So they're basically just like, I don't know where I am. I can't remember. The exact details or which uh, aquarium it was, but they there was an aquarium that kept being like, man, where did all the sharks go? We keep putting all these sharks in there. Yeah. And it turned out the octopus were like killing them they in order throw, to they throw no, rocks at them. Literally so that they could be like, um, 
Yeah, these guys are gonna kill all the, f- eat all the fish that I want to eat. So I'm just gonna take this guy smart. out. It, and they would like hide the bodies. Like they didn't eat the shark; they just yeah. literally killed it. They weighed it down with rocks and hid the there, bodies. I also read somewhere that there they have some video of a female octopus being like bothered by a male octopus because he wants to mate, and so they just start throwing rocks at him, and it's he's like dodging it, like for real. Like that's how just, smart the octopus. That's how smart these things are. Literally. Nine brains. Yes. <laughs> they have nine brains, a beak, an ink sack, and can change colors. And if They can you, walk on, on they land. They can open themselves. If you put them in a jar, they can open the jar from the inside. <laughs> well, we always, like, anthropomorphize animals, right? We always think, like, who's the smartest animal on land? A lot of people say, like, wise old owl. I feel right, like the octopus right. are, is like that for the, for the ocean. What else would be that wise other than a sea turtle who's seen a lot of stuff? That's just because they live forever. That's what I mean. Well, you gotta you gotta dodge a lot of things to stay in the stay in the game, though. You know who this would be a good question for? Who? Bischoff coming up. On a two-one, Alvarez hits a high drive center field. Veerling's back. This game is turned upside down. Two-two. And that's lined in the left of base hit. Bregman racing to third. He's around third and coming home. Ball's bobbled by Schwarber. Bregman scores. Vasquez with an RBI single. Four to one Astros. There goes the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. The Houston Astros world champions. I think that was Tyler saying that. Here he is, Tyler Bischoff, hosting the Press Box live from Houston. All right, we've been talking about this all morning. We think you'll lie to us, obviously. Did you cry? Uh, I did not actually cry. Uh, My eyes did water up. I think it's partially because the girl in front of me started crying, and I was like, oh, this is emotional. Uh, you had to be reminded <laughs> yeah, of that. Yeah. On cue. Primate C, primate G too. <laughs> oh man! So you sh- you showed a little you showed a little emotion. Yeah, of course. Well, listen, they hit a home run in the sixth inning, and with the way the bullpen was, there was no chance the Phillies were coming back. So it was basically three innings of, oh my God, we're actually going to win the World Series. So, are you stand up and clap guy? Did you like go full uh, full use of the lungs and scream? Like, how, how engaged were you if you weren't crying? Um, well, okay. When the game was over, it was mostly just standing with my hands in the air. But when Jordan <laughs> Alvarez hit a home run, I almost fell on the girl in front of me. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, I'm excited for you. Congratulations. Me too. Good. Yeah, thank no, you. No, no, we're like, excited. Listen, I I told you that getting a vasectomy was probably how you felt when your kids were born. I think this was better than when your kids were born. Like oh, this has wow. oh, anybody's like, oh, there's oh, a new no. baby in the world. Who cares about that? Do you want to tell him what we did at nine o'clock that we'd never do if he was here because he would not like children? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He needs more good vibes. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not calling them again though. So there's this like line that you can call that's a project of these elementary school kids that's basically a pep talk, like saying, Your life is awesome. We love you just the way you are. And um I figured like today was a good day to to bring that up because we're the rest of us are sad, but you're elated and but hate children, so you just wouldn't get the bit. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near those kids. Can you listen, I paid 
$790 to sit in the third row from the top. Ooh. And there were people wow. walking around with like five-year-old kids. I'm like, why the hell did you pay for a ticket for a five-year-old to be at this thing? Oil money. Memories. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Memories, Tommy. they're fine. Yeah. They'll remember. remember. They'll remember. Get a picture. Yeah, get, exactly. Get a selfie. Get a picture. Go to the dumb parade this morning instead <laughs> and take a picture there. Right, is it's it parade free. today? Yeah, it starts a, in like Boy, they were confident they were minutes. winning. That's they were a, confident they were winning. They turned that around. Tuesday, yeah, right? they turned that on. Are you going? Who? Who? No, I'm already back in Las Vegas. What? You should have just drove in. Yeah. We wouldn't have nah, had Mike, a mic people. for you. <laughs> so were the were the fans with bringing their kids the most obnoxious fan that you encountered, or was there somebody else that that sticks out in your mind? No, there was nobody obnoxious. I mean, I'm sure there was a Philly fan somewhere that was obnoxious. Oh, did you guys see the video of the Philly fan chugging a beer in the streets after the game was over? I, I did not, not seen that one. It was great. So there's a video of it, up. but I I was right there when it happened. I don't know why. But there was one random Philadelphia fan in, like, right outside in one of the streets of the ballpark. And when I walked past them, everybody was just surrounding him, yelling or chanting chug at him. And he just started chugging beers. <laughs> and, like, it was great. I don't know why they were cheering on this Philly fan to chug beers, but they were. He was probably trying to forget the night. Yeah. Yeah. I know I would time. want to. I guess. I don't know. And then, like, one street over, there were people on top of cars, and I was like, I don't think that's their car, and I wouldn't want that to be mine. Uh, how'd you, uh... And the best part of that is, a, is like, three cops just walked past them bouncing on top of cars and didn't even look at them. I was uh, like, all right, we can do whatever today. Oh, yeah, there's no rules yeah, that's when, a, the, when the hometown team wins a championship. There's no rules. That's, that's the definition of, and that'll be someone else's problem. Let's keep going. <laughs> How'd you like Devontae Adams calling out his coach? Oh, that guy's great, isn't he? It's great for he us. Leave. The coach he he's great for the trade. coach. Yeah, he should demand a trade. What did he, he didn't come here to be two and six. He didn't come here to have eighty yards in the first quarter and then not get looked at the rest of the game. What a disaster. Derek Carr di- said that he didn't want to say uh, what he needed to say in front of the microphones. If you were in Derek Carr's mind at that point in time, what would you have said? What would I have said? I can't believe I'm still the quarterback of this organization <laughs> nine years later. We haven't accomplished anything, and they can't get rid of me? Like, how did he get the best job in the world? He has literally zero accountability for the quarterback of the worst organization in sports for, like, nine years. I guess maybe, like, the Browns were worse or something at one point. But they've been awful for almost a decade, and everything has changed except the owner and the quarterback. And the owner is very hard to change. I don't know how he's still the quarterback of this team when they've been awful every single year. Tyler, we asked this during Jared's dumb questions, but Gardner Minshew's got a better chance of winning a Super Bowl ring than Derek Carr, doesn't he? Well, he's a backup. He can go to anywhere and be a he's backup. He's on the Eagles. Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I guess Derek Carr could be a backup next year for a good team. But, yeah, any backup's got a better chance than Derek Carr. That what was do they have to the joke. What do they have to be for them to get out of that contract? And I'm sure you're going to say they need to now, but what do you realistically think that they have to be? You're like, all right, we got we got to cut bait here. Uh, two and six. That's what, I, <laughs> I, see, that's what I knew he was going to say. I knew he was going to say right. right now. Yeah, I that's mean, I... You know, what, what are they going to do from here on out? Are they going to win? What do they have to win? All of their games the rest of the way to make the playoffs? That's not happening. 
if they what end up at nine and seven and miss the postseason on a tiebreaker or something stupid like that, like who cares? They're not they're not any good, and it's not going to get much better if you keep running out Derek Carr every single year, expecting oh yeah this year he's going to be good. Somehow he's worse this year than he's been for like the last five which is even more amazing because look at this. We got you Devontae Adams. He's open. Even when he's not open, just throw it to him, and he still not any good. Like, it's unbelievable how bad that they've been and that Derek Carr's been one of the biggest reasons why. The guy's, like, not even in the top 20 by pro football focus grades this year. He's not even top 20 this year. He's terrible. Okay. So, real quick, if you had to defuse a bomb with one of your coworkers, who would it be? <laughs> and then Lindsay asked what sea animal you would be if you had to be one. All right. If I had to defuse a bomb with a coworker over the phone, yeah, you know, uh, not a you have the, a, you have to be over the phone. You'd be you'd be all alone with the bomb. Okay, Jared is last on the list. I've never heard anybody worse at giving instructions or directions <laughs> or relaying messages than him. Um, who is going to teach me how to defuse a bomb? I, none of you. You guys are all bad. Can I say somebody from one of the music stations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can say someone either. from anywhere at Lotus. Actually, no, no, I got it. I got it. Ryan Wallace. He's, he will be straight to the point. I feel like he might actually know how to defuse a bomb. So I'm going with Ryan Wallace. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Great family. Okay. So communication would be good. See what sea animal would I be? Mammal or Um, fish? Uh, killer whales are way too aggressive. I think I'd probably try to be like a dolphin and just pretend like I'm smarter than everybody else in the ocean. That would be the plan. That's true. They, they they do hunt in pods, those dolphins. I can't believe you went killer whale. They're called orcas. Show some respect. Yeah, yeah. What do they do? They kill seals for fun. They have they a gotta nickname eat, for a reason. Yeah, they don't get that Cafe Rio Doggy nachos dog. with no cheese to rely yeah, on. Yeah, they're not going back for the cheese. Lindsay, Lindsay, you come on this show and use hockey player nicknames we've never heard of, and I can't use a nickname for an animal? Killer whale's derogatory, Tyler. I'm just calling you out, just keeping you honest. So what? To, the seals that they killers. kill? Well, they got to kill something. We kill something. We all kill something, but they're smart. They, they have emotions. They send, them, they send them 20 feet in the air with their tails just for fun. They were they using them in warfare in World War II. They were putting stuff on their heads as well. That's how smart they are. The only thing that went farther than Jordan Alvarez's home run is a seal getting blasted <laughs> in the air by a killer whale. Like a we're not going to do better than that joke. Yeah, yeah, we're all right. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. See you guys. See you. Tyler Bischoff, there's Tyler Bischoff, home in Las Vegas. I thought he was at a Houston airport. We waited too long to call him. I, I thought this sleep. guy was at Houston airport. All right, well, two tickets up for grabs. Post Malone, Friday, November 11th at 8 p.m. at T-Mobile Arena. Friday, November 11th, Post Malone. These are good tickets now. You want to get in on it. 702-364-1100 is the number. 702-364-1100. Caller number, oh, we're going seven again. Caller number seven for Post Malone. You excited about going to Germany? Yeah, yeah, excited. First time, first time uh, to play a football game in Germany and uh, really be an advocate for our sport uh, in another country uh, is really good. So I'm very excited and look forward to it. You're locked in the press box. Congratulations to Brett. He won the Kevin Hart tickets and to Steven, who won Post Malone. We'll have those tickets all week long. So keep listening here. Press box, 7 to 10 a.m. Danny, you have a question for Lindsay. For Lindsay, yes. Oh, boy. At the end of that last segment, when you were talking to Tyler, you made a comment about nachos from Cafe Rio with no cheese. Yes. 
so you just eat chips. No, that <laughs> no, was that no, was no, a story no, no. from Tyler. That was last week. Probably a little bit of a unnecessary callback, but he like got ordered nachos, and then they, he got home and they didn't have cheese on him. He and just so, got chips. Oh, so here's boy. the thing, Danny. Chips this is the question. I wouldn't get cheese on him though, because I'm not a huge fan of cheese. So, but correct. this is the question for you. You like the nachos from Cafe Rio? Not from the I. Midwest. I can honestly say I've never had them, but okay, I love just, nachos. Okay, so you love nachos, so you probably love these. You get home, you paid for them. There's no cheese on them. Oh, I'm going back. All right. A hundred percent. You're going As back. The moment I open them, I'm getting in the car and going back. A hundred percent. Likely to go to the grocery store and buy like salsa and buy like that, cheese uh, rather than go back. That that cheese that they put on it at um the uh, little league uh oh, for the pretzels. Yeah, we oh, get the little oh, cups. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the one in the cups for the little leaguers. Get some, get some cheese sticks. Oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm for sure going back, and I'm talking my way into getting some sour cream, some oh. <laughs> some pico de gallo. Oh okay. Oh yeah, I think I think didn't Jared? They threw him some free stuff too. They gave him an entirely new thing. Oh yeah, of they nachos made new nachos and, and gave him and, queso and queso. gave him queso and gave on the queso side for the so chips. It's that's good job on them. Do you think yeah. the yeah. Colts gave uh, Frank Reich? Queso, just like uh, they're probably given to Jeff Saturday, who's their new head coach. Yeah, apparently. you got to say what happened there in the break. Well, Frank Reich got fired this morning, right? Which we're all Colts kind are of on like, their way here. Forty yeah. win, two playoff appearances. Correct. Hasn't okay. had a quarterback for longer than like three games, other than Carson Wentz. We all know how that went, um, which was his guy. But now they have named Jeff Saturday, you know, Ring of Honor, apparently a consultant for the team as their new head coach. I think they already have a couple of guys who have spent time as head coaches on their staff, but they're going completely. So they're bringing them out of the booth, out of the booth, out of the ESPN moorings. He's going to be in meetings these days. Now you guys all told me during the break, it went from three to six and a half. You didn't even pause when I said, which side would you be on? You said you take the points with the Colts. Yeah. Just right now. I mean, it could be different because the Raiders are at home, but they look like they're in shambles. I mean, yeah. was it three seventeen plus point leads they've given up this year? Twenty oh seventeen oh seventeen oh. Yeah, yeah. Like you, I mean, and with uh, Adams calling out coaches, I mean, there's going to be a lot of frustration and, this week leading up to the game. And your longest tenured Raider not calling out anyone and going, "We got to handle this in house." Meanwhile, man, man. the guy you just spent a first round pick off being like, "Something's not right here." Right. Yeah, I think they, I, I, six and a half. Yeah, give it to me. Especially considering we've just seen an interim coach bounce a team back. Jeff Saturday might be the next Rich Wasatchia. Yeah. According to Field Yates on Twitter, Jeff Saturday is the first person in NFL history to be named head coach without coaching experience at either the NFL or college level. He yeah, said, high school, he though. Said, he high said school. none. Zero. And that's well, why- this is a purely cultural play. This is stopping the bleeding and making sure that they don't lose more ground other than the fact that they bet on Matt Ryan this year to be the answer. Right. Because they actually don't have a bad team, and Jonathan Taylor's been out a lot this season. Yeah. Right. My so fantasy they're not, team they're knows. Not, they're not burn it to the ground mode right now. That's where the Raiders should be. That's what we've been talking about all morning. But the Colts, I feel like they have the bones there. It's just you, you can't lose sight of everything, and there's just enough chaos there for it completely to unravel. But it's easy to rally around. Jeff Saturday, we've all we've all watched we him love on the TV. Jeff. We he love is the ring Jeff. of honor. He's a consultant. He wears the polo. Yeah. Get some ins- uh, inspirational words. Some T-shirts, man. It'll be good. <laughs> some T-shirts. So, Our yeah, T-shirts will be coming back. Go. This is the way. If you wanted to hire a guy with no coaching experience to be your head coach, this is the best way to yes. do it. Literally, because we saw what w- Houston tried to hire Josh McCown, yep. and everybody went. 
Wait a minute. There's not enough time for people to think about it because it's midseason. Right. And then also, if yep. it, if it's good, then, hey, he has coaching experience. He was the interim coach. And if it's bad, you're like, well, we just brought him in to steady everything. <laughs> We're going to go find another coach. Yeah. You have one more question before we go on the tangents? Me? Yeah. Well, I was just I I was gonna make the comparison that this is kind of like how when Cam Talbot went in the net for the Senators the other day, it was like you're playing with house money. Like you can, if they win any games it with, always with comes Jeff back Saturday, to it, doesn't it? it hockey's Does it at not the center. Always come back the to momentum it? swings oh, are at the middle of You're existence. telling me Jeff Saturday has never coached a day in his life is bringing High momentum? School he has. Those Friday Night Lights are inspirational. Oh, and you boy. never know. Oh, is no. the air ready to get on the wagon oh, and start? No. He's like the Hall of Fred Famer. Flintstone in their guy. ass down the hill. Jason Witt, Big Witt. Big Witt went to the high school level. Big Witt went to the high school level. Weren't they 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 really bad? Were they bad? (laughs) Or no, was it Philip Rivers' team that was really bad? Yeah, he doesn't swear, though. So no, he, couldn't, no. he couldn't translate very well, I don't I think. I mean, give it give it about five years, three-quarters of his kids are going to be on that team. That's true. They'll have no choice because without him, there's We no need program. Antonio Cromartie to play Philip Rivers' That's team. True. Oh, man. Versus he Nick Cannon's team. team. Between him and Rivers, the, that whole team would be filled all 11. The Cromarties versus the Rivers. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Jared, have a good trip, buddy. Thank you. Don't forget your jacket.